Thomas had never felt so hot in his entire life. The heat was sweltering, unrelenting, and scarcely a breeze stirred beneath the canopy of green. Creeping, clutching foliage dogged his every step, and the insects, they were an unrelenting cloud, biting and stinging him and invading his every orifice. Civilization's finest insect repellent had waged a losing battle against the onslaught. It's getting late. Dinesh, his neck twitching in that annoying nervous tick of his, glanced up at the tattered bits of sky visible through the canopy of trees. You know how quickly night can come on in this jungle. I don't want to be stuck out here when it does. I know. Thomas took another look at his notebook. He had found all the landmarks up to this point, but this next one continued to elude him. Perhaps just a bit farther. Of course, he'd been telling himself that for the better part of the last hour, with no success. With a sigh, he tucked the notebook back into his pocket. They were close. He just knew it. His research had proved to be accurate up to this point, with all the landmarks exactly as they should be, so there was no reason to assume it would not continue to be so. They were on the verge of a discovery that would rock the world. Did you hear that? Dinesh shifted his weight from one foot to the other, looking all around. He looked like a nervous bird, his head jerking to and fro as his eyes probed the jungle. I didn't hear anything. The truth was, Thomas was so focused on his thoughts that a truck could have driven over him, and he probably would not have noticed until it was too late. Let's head back. Tomorrow we'll get an earlier start and see how far we can get. We might even break camp and haul the gear along with us. That way we can range even farther. Dinesh's coffee complexion paled at the suggestion, but he nodded. A brilliant graduate student, he was finding the expedition difficult, to say the least, but he had braved it all without complaint. The young man had potential, assuming Thomas could ever get him back out into the field after this experience. He now stood stock still, his knuckles white as he clutched the hilt of his machete. I'm not crazy, Professor Thornton. I swear I heard something. It was the strangest sound, like a giant sheet of sandpaper being dragged across the ground. That's probably what it was, then. Congratulations. You've solved the mystery. He elbowed Dinesh in the ribs, coaxing a weak smile. All right, it's time to test your woodscraft. Do you think you can guide us back to camp without getting us hopelessly lost? Dinesh took up the challenge and only managed to lead them off course twice, but both times he found the trail again without any help from Thomas. By the time camp was in sight, he had a bit of bounce in his step. The promise of food, no matter how poor, and a camp bed beneath a screen of mosquito netting, seemed like high living in this part of the world. Thomas sensed something was wrong the moment he entered camp. A quick inspection revealed nothing obvious that might be amiss, but still, things were not right. There was a tension in the air, as if the world were as taut as piano wire. Derek and Emily appeared from the shadows on the far side of the encampment and hurried to meet him. They both appeared agitated. Dr. Thornton, I did not sign up for this trip only to be stranded in the middle of nowhere. Emily's freckled face was bright red, but whether from sunburn or anger, he could not tell. Wait, what are you talking about? We're not stranded. The psychological toll this place took on travelers sometimes caused a person to crack. He hoped this was not the case with Emily, who, despite having a face and body that screamed delicate flower, had been a trooper up to this point.